Welcome to Conspiracy Beer Me. I'm Justin Scranton. I'm Shane Smith. And this is uh, our uh, weekly episode. We're mm-hmm. going to talk about the history of mind control and brainwashing in the wake of a startling discovery in a South Korean laboratory just Ooh. a couple weeks ago. Exciting. All right. Yeah, very cool. And, nice. Uh, if uh, you're joining us for the first time, we, we picked up a lot of new listeners from uh, various corners of the uh, the internet, the dark web, message boards, TikTok, mm-hmm. other social media platforms. Welcome yeah. to all of our new listeners. Uh, we also have a Patreon uh, episode. You can join us for $5. We That's going to be changing soon. Yeah, yeah. And you, if you want to be in on the founder's level, get in now because yeah. uh, we have our original uh, Gs. Yeah, our OGs. And I think uh, we currently have on our Patreon, we have 70 episodes we have you know over 140 back episodes of this pod on there as right. well um again that'll be changing we're going to change some stuff up so get in now while you can and you have access to all that before it changes up and uh, lots of uh stuff in the works uh we're going to be uh, uh change we, we usually record at uh the smith studios yep mm-hmm. and uh but uh our good friends over at crank arm brewery would like us to come over and record at their uh their malt room and that's what oh. may try that we're yeah. going to be we're in negotiations to to perform uh some live podcast at uh yeah some, some upcoming conventions yeah a little, little cosplay uh some cons coming up that we might be at so that'll right. be exciting we're excited about that uh we still have merchandise for sale mm-hmm. um, and you can check us out on uh all social media platforms we're trying to put out more content these days yeah uh, it, it's not content. It, it's content that's uh, a summation of what we do here. It lacks. Yeah, good summaries. There's no like riffing, but it gives you the Justin's. Justin's are doing a great job of putting stuff out that kind of gives you a concise, concise the facts. Yeah, the facts about a certain conspiracy, and you know, then like, you come to us for the riffs. Do you know when you watch? Uh, I watched all of Game of Thrones this way. I'm sorry. I, I know. I, I didn't. <laughs> oh, no. You watched it with just snippets. No, there was a guy that summarized yes. each season. In each, it took it like one minute for each season. Thank I watched God, all dude. of Game of Thrones in like That's eight minutes. That's the way to do it. I got to do that. It was great. And he's like a fast talker. So it was like, then there's a dragon and then there's a zombie and the zombie <laughs> hits the dragon. The dragon hits the zombie. And then everybody, and you're like, whoa, who? Perfect. That's his sister crazy. And it's it probably just, more entertaining than the show. It was way. I just yeah. I couldn't get on the show. I love the sum. Perfect. So. I hope you like both. Yeah, Justin's um, doing a great job. So check him out there, and thank you for joining yeah. us here. Yeah, yeah, we're excited. There, uh, uh, I will say, uh, I, I'm going to order a new conspiracy beer me hooded sweatshirt. Okay. I'm wearing my uh, conspiracy beer me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hooded sweatshirt. I think I'm going to go with a brighter blue this time. Oh, exciting! Navy goes with everything. Is that navy? What do you think it was black? I thought it was black. I'm colorblind. This is a. This is a. You, when you see uh, navy, you have a black hat on. I see. Black, yeah, when you yep. see navy. Uh, next mm-hmm. to black, you realize, yeah, oh, I'm a racist. Oh uh, boy! And but, I know color doesn't come across on the radio, but believe me, it's navy. It's a dark, very dark <laughs> yeah. navy. I, I think I am, but but the, we, the, I think the merchandise looks really good right now. Yeah, yeah, and There's we're a lot of and good stuff. I'm back to creating episode art, so uh, that'll be going on some clothes, so and some merch. So check that out. All on conspiracybeerme.com. You can get there from there. So. Yeah. So so uh, are, are we ready to pivot to our Let's pivot? Okay. So this is a, this is a great topic today. Uh, and what spurred us, uh, and we we have touched on the subject of mind control and brainwashing in several different past episodes, um, and we'll, we'll we'll retouch on some of those prior uh, subjects like the CIA, 
MK Ultra, um, and other stuff. But um, I thought it would be interesting to just sort of set in context how brainwashing and mind control sort of became a part of the American psyche. Okay, it wasn't always that way. And I was really trying to get get to the bottom of this because as I read articles about the history of brainwashing, I was sort of like, well, I don't know, is that really is that really a new thing? Because it it came into the American uh, culture after the Korean War. Okay, because um, particularly the New York Times, but several media outlets wrote articles about American soldiers who returned home post Korean War. And their minds had been warped by Russian agents. Oh, they were they were confessing to crimes that they did not commit. No, oh. they were uh, in some cases didn't know who they were or their name or their backstories. They had major memory loss. They, for all intents and purposes, seemed like they had been deprogrammed. Right, or were sort of like this blank slate. And this would be outside of traditional PTSD or shell shock. It, it, what they it would was consider it back then. so much so that this idea, the battle for men's minds, Mm -hmm. was the new frontier of war. Right, and that's when Maxim Magazine came about and won. (laughs) I forgot. I know. That that push, was it, was it, when was like the man show? That Yeah, that would probably be like late 90s, early 2000s, right? You could not do the man show in 2021. No way. It was, it was, uh. How does he get a pass for the I don't man know show? how Adam Carolla skirts by. I don't get or it. Or not just Adam, but Jimmy just Kimmel. In, oh, Kimmel, yeah. Yeah, I, Kimmel, I forgot. Yeah, how did I have Jimmy, no idea. How does he get a pass for that? I have no idea. I'm not saying he he should be taken down for that, but you never hear people giving a takedown. On the, 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 for those of you who don't know, The Man Show was an American late-night television show that appeared on a cable channel like mm-hmm. Comedy Central. Yeah. And it was... It was like the last very crass, objectively offensive yeah. show directed completely at men. Every episode ended with women in bikinis jumping on trampolines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was it. It was yeah. it was really crude. Um, yeah. Anyway. You could not do that It was show great today, they had that sure. kind of chubby, chunky kid. They would make sell Girl Scout cookies. Oh, but yeah. He would, was fun. He looked like the kid from Up. Yeah. And then he would just kind of make fun of people like, no cookies for you, fatto. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like, man, yeah. That was, that kid was it was funny. it was uh, um, the end of an era for sure, which is probably best. But also, uh, yeah, I don't know how they haven't been canceled over that. So the, um, to get back to our tortured <laughs> yeah. veteran soldier. Sorry about that. Yeah, sorry. Uh, that's uh, what we do here. liked the man show. Is <laughs> yeah. um, uh, uh, as the story emerged, these guys were tortured by uh, Russian agents who were considered the masters of mind control. And the United States felt like they were they were helplessly behind in terms okay. of the the methodology to do such a thing. Um, I should add that I, as I wrestled through this, I, I had to really separate in my mind what, what I would consider propaganda, which has been around for as long as I think humans yeah, have existed, probably yeah. um, versus what what they were talking about, which is something different in terms of mind control and brainwashing. Right. It's like making that propaganda stick. Without you being able to deal with it, right? Like, uh, I think it's, I th- yes, I think propaganda is is designed to to shape the minds and perception of a large group of people, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas what we're talking about is the battle for an individual. Oh, mind. okay, yeah. So the many versus the one. Correct, okay. and also 
Whereas propaganda, I think, is is pers- is, is driven towards changing ideas and beliefs yeah. held by groups. What we're talking about with brainwashing and mind control is controlling the emotions and actions of people. Okay. Which I know that belief on a large scale can then control actions, but it's just we're talking about it in a more more concrete, granular, specific way than we are talking about like, well, yeah, Germany were masters of propaganda. Right, right. Also, Nazis did lots of mind control experiments. It's like the Manchurian candidate versus uh, Facebook. Very, very correct. And in fact, it's funny you mentioned that because this idea of controlling men's minds was so much of a cultural phenomena in the 50s, early 60s. It did spawn a sort of wave of pop culture movies and television shows where mind control like the Manchurian candidate. Um, and and there, were, there were newspaper articles with these kind of like sensational headlines like, New evils seen in brainwashing. Oh. Brainwashing versus psychiatry. And I like, like that they're like new evils as opposed to the old fun stuff you do with your <laughs> friends and make them yeah. uh, do random ass shit in public. Well, we were, that, I mean, look, I grew up before cell phones. Yeah, me too. You had a slumber party. You were doing some really awful things yeah, to your butt. Putting fingers in water and making them piss the bed. And then you're like, why did I do this in my house? No, you were trying to do like hypnosis and oh, lift people I off the ground. I told you I used to do that, right? The light as a feather, stiff as no, a board. No, no, I used to hypnotize people in high school. Right. Yeah, so did. much so that I was called, parents called my parents to tell me to stop. What would you have them do once you hypnotized them? Uh, all sorts of stuff. So I would do it, uh, I would oftentimes do it in the band uh, storage room where we'd store all the instruments. I'd do it there and it would just do dumb stuff like make them like. I, I stuck a condom in a girl's flute mouthpiece once. That was about the worst I did. Yeah, that's, and that was when you were hypnotized? Uh, should have said that. <laughs> yeah, you should have said that. No, uh, Shane Smith yep. hypnotized me. Who was he? I'm yeah, gonna meet him in the future. Exactly. No, one time uh, I, you know, I was hypnotized. People, this is all band trips, of course. Uh, I was on a band trip. I was trying to hypnotize this guy. It was not working. And I've mentioned this on the pod before. Tried for like a half hour and it wasn't working. But there was a guy in the room who was like, uh, he was like considered the the redneck of all rednecks. Super nice guy, but he was like he rode bulls. He was like just a farm bulls bulls. Bull, like bulls. Like bull riding guy, like he was not a, a bull riding. No bull. Okay. Like he rode bulls. He was a he was right. a PBR uh, type of like uh, was it professional bull rider association? Like yeah. Oh, that PBR. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so he was like he was a guy who you would never consider someone who would get hypnotized because you're like this is just a, a man of the earth that like you know he's a good. Well, those guy. people get hypnotized pretty quickly, don't they? What's that? Who's hardest to hypnotize? Uh, the people that don't think they can be hypnotized. Oh, because you, it you doesn't resist, work. You, you resist. resist. But resist. people like that, he wasn't wanting to get hypnotized. He was just watching. He just, but he was a guy that would, like, I got nothing against, for or against, it's right? Neutral. And he just got he he got hypnotized when I was trying to hypnotize my friend, and he was like out. We were having him just like be dumb. He was sitting on the bed, and I was like, pretend you're riding a bull, and he started bouncing up and down, did a backflip on the bed, and landed on his neck on the floor. And, and, did he die? No, he's fine. Uh, but that <laughs> fine. was... Fine. Yeah. Shane used power quotes. Yeah, just so you guys but that was shortly after that, my parents got a phone call and was like, said, you know what? Don't let your kid hypnotize people anymore because people are going to get hurt. And your parents were like, we will not <laughs> yeah, let we him hypnotize right. people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um well uh so this is the 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 uh, when uh hypnotism hypnotism brainwashing came into uh american culture um and uh the cia the central intelligence agency which was a newly formed agency at this time they they mm-hmm. the cia 
was first created, I think, in 1947. They were tasked with this idea, like, we are hopelessly behind in how to basically mind torture people. Right. So yeah, yeah, we got to ca- catch, catch up. up. Um, so uh, what is a much uh, ballyhooed, now uh, exposed experiment was uh, was MK Ultra, yeah. which was the uh, CIA's directed operative to use a variety of of behavioral and mind modification techniques to attempt to sort of crack the human brain and figure out how to uh, uh, to do that. And and, and uh, we'll talk a little bit later about sort of how the brain works and it, it, it might make sense then. Oh, okay. Um, well, you let, let, let's deal with it. I mean, it, it, the human brain, and we knew this by 1950, we knew that the human brain had these things called neurons, mm-hmm. that the neurons had these neural transmitters, and they used a combination of electricity and chemicals mm-hmm. to transmit impulses that then radiated through uh, our our neurological system mm-hmm. down through our our spinal cord and sort of controlled the network of nerves and nerve endings that that do everything that human beings need to do. Yeah. So most of the MK Ultra's techniques were 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 designed with very primitive understandings of how to alter the brain's chemistry and electricity. Right. Okay. Nowadays, I think we have uh, mostly really good drugs. Yeah, to do all of these things. Right, nineteen fifties. I think our we had bad drugs. Yeah, yeah. And I think back then, it's like when you're new to a, a certain area of science, you don't even know where to begin. So it's like, um, oh, it's weird. I put this metal rod in his brain, and he laughs really hard. Huh, what causes that? But it's weird. It just right. keeps happening. Uh, but you don't know why. You don't know that, the that's reason. Such a good observation, because the the it, it here's what it's reminiscent of to me is uh, the guy in your office who's a runner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's the fastest runner in the office, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's considered the guy that runs marathons in your Right. Whatever he does, people in the office who are getting into running think that what he does is correct. Right. He's yeah. like, oh, I run two runs barefoot mm-hmm. every week. You yep. should do it. That guy might be a complete crackpot yeah. and be a completely shitty runner in, yeah. in the real world. But because it's your reference point of an expert, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, yeah, my buddy John is a great runner. He just constantly And then runs. I meet John, I'm like, John's not a good runner. No. He's just the best runner you know. Yeah, he just has a past and can't stop running that yeah, he doesn't I mean, want to get away from. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't make him a good runner. It's just, he's just right. trying to get away from his past. So, so it... it these scientists were like, you know, I'm an expert in brain manipulation. And yeah. like, I know how to make people do what I want by shoving a metal rod down <laughs> yeah. their spinal cord and rendering them paralyzed. Yeah. And then they'll do whatever you want because they're dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Of course they will. That's what these, that's what a lot of this stuff was when you're right. dealing with a new field. Right. It's like electroshock therapy. They're like, Oh, he, he doesn't act violently anymore. It's like, yeah. Cause you essentially took the part of his brain away that made him have feelings good for you exactly yeah. yeah and we're going to talk about exactly that that thing here in a minute with the montreal experiments but um just so that the the general gist of nk ultra was that they used electroshock hypnosis polygraphs radiation variety of toxins chemicals a lot of lsd mm. and, yeah, get uh, and, and um and it, it essentially um uh one of one of the people the they originally experimented on uh, prisoners 
Oh, okay. Because what they found was is that uh, people incarcerated will do just about anything in order to get more privileges. Mm. Like, if you participate in these experiments, we'll give you, you know, extra hours of recreation time or right. a little better food or things. So th- you make these license plates, we'll give you a little bit more for the canteen. Exactly. Um, and and uh, one of these guys described, you know, just the hallucinations, that the rooms would change shape, the paranoia, um, living periods of living nightmares and even blood coming out of the walls, guys turning to skeletons. It was just, it was a horrific LSD trip for a lot of these guys. Now the most famous part of the, um, MK ultra. And I think one of the very first big jumps in brainwashing and mind control technology were run by Donald Ewan Cameron. And he was the pioneer of what's called psychic driving, uh, Mm -hmm. which is, if you don't know, psychic driving is the technical term for playing something on loop for hours into someone's auditory system. Oh, okay. So every time, or just a flat, an image that's just on repeat, a loop, yeah. or, a, or a looping sound in your ear. That's like when TikTok is, plays that one video, it's like, oh no, oh, oh, oh no, no, oh no, no, no. I no, fucking no. hate that shit. Yeah, that's a terrible. I hate video. that. Yeah, I've fallen asleep to that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You're brainwashed. Like, yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> he, he, he developed a program known as the Montreal Experiments, which were ri- originally designed for people with neurological diseases mm-hmm. like Alzheimer, depression, these sorts of things. In retrospect, people look back and say these were vulnerable people with lots of mental health issues Mm -hmm. that CIA went to Canada to avoid U.S. jurisdiction, set up these experiments to figure out how we could break people's mind down, and they empowered uh, this Dr. Cameron to do exactly that. And and he designed a a process that had four steps. Okay. Step one um, was, was... uh, drug-induced sleep. Okay. They went into a sleep room. The one thing I find very amusing about this is that this stage lasted from three to, to eighty-six days. Holy shit! Which is a huge range. That's a coma. That you did exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's not. Sleep. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, oh, I feel often, so rested. Often, a lot of LSD was injected in this phase. I mean, I think the time you spend in the sleep room. Probably depends on like like my wife. They'd be like, uh, "We need to pull her out." It's been ninety four <laughs> yeah, days. Yeah. She still wants to just yeah. stay in the sleep room. Yeah. She's like some people just want to. Yeah, some people just want to sleep more. Yeah. Some people after three days are like, "I'm I'm, I'm done. Get me out of here." What's the yeah. next phase? I, I I beat this. I beat this. I like sleep because it's a poor man's suicide. Oh, you kill yourself every night. Yeah, it's nice. And you find yeah, like, hope in your dreams, and you wake back up yeah. only just to repeat the process. Yeah, it's great. That's the whole cycle of reincarnation. Yeah, basically. Every night I kill myself, wake mm-hmm. up the next morning thinking I can achieve something better and then yep. fail miserably that mm-hmm. day. Yep. And then just to forget people. it, you close your eyes. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad life. That's really it's not too bad. I no. mean, no. I mean, think about it. Anytime you're really depressed, what do you want to do? You want to sleep. Just yeah, forget, just forget your problems. Okay. Well, uh, phase two. Mm-hmm. So you sleep for three to 86 days. It just doesn't sound. I mean, I'm, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't done a science experiment since. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like my my twelfth grade science teacher would have been like, "That's a highly variable rate." Yeah, yeah. I would have liked it if everybody slept for the same amount of time. That would help. You need a control um, group, and you need a, a set right. standard. Well, the next phase uh, of the process was electroshock. Okay. Uh, by the way, uh, I think I'll volunteer as tribute for this. I have an electroshock thing here. I think we should. I think we should do a Montreal experiment on one of us. Okay. 
So, I actually do have a, an electroshock therapy okay. machine. And, and understand, there is a there are some more parts to this that are okay. probably a little more scary. But the electroshock treatment is two to three daily sessions. Okay, two to three. A session is six. 150 volt shocks that last one second. Okay. Kind of like pits of despair, remember? Sure. The pits yeah, of the despair. Pits of despair. From, yeah, from Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah. it's like just. Yeah. Like six 150 volt mm-hmm. shocks. Yeah. I don't know where that was administered. I'm assuming to the nipples or the balls somewhere. Really I'd say fun. straight to the butt. The butt. Just put a tro- electro. I call them trodes. Probably put a trode a, right probably up in the your temples. butt. Doesn't ah, usually go to the temple. Yeah. That's probably right. I'm just, you know, I just figure it. Does it matter? We should I would research think the brain, it before we do. It. Well, I do know that the brain, uh, they just came out with a treatment for depression. I think Stanford's got a new thing that shoots electromagnetic pulses into your brain, yeah. into your frontal cortex, and like is better than drugs for depression. So I would say the brain is probably where they're going to do it. I, I think that's probably right. Yeah. How much is 150? What is that? What's the pain threshold of 150? I don't know. Uh, outlet's 240. I've shocked myself right. for an outlet. Yeah. Did you get happier? No. <laughs> yeah. So you need hurt, to do it again. It, it hurt like shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, it reminds me uh, uh, of this great moment from my uh, psychology 101 class in college. Like almost every college student in the world, I took your base. You everybody mm-hmm. had to take a base level psychology. And we got to the section on behavioral modification, mm-hmm. which is the Pavlovian. Mm-hmm. bit of science which says we can train people through a variety of methods me- methods to you know modify their behavior based on pain yeah and she's like like anybody remember this and she holds this blanket up and this very southern north carolinian redneck from back deep in the halls was like man that's a wee blanket i had one of those growing up <laughs> a wee blanket and everybody was like what are you what? talking about? He's like, yeah, I wet the bed, so they put that under my sheets every time oh, I wow. peed. It shocked me. Holy cow! And she was like, "You're exactly right. I've Man. never met one anybody that remembers it because oh, it kind of went out of shit." Yeah, but that it killed a bunch was, of kids. That's how they they used to train kids not to wet the bed. Man, it's like a shot collar for your dog in the front yard. It is, and, you, and every if you peed wow. when it got wet, it it shocked you. Holy cow! But I don't think that guy really realized how. Tortured you? Yeah, I think yeah. The, like the stress, the, tra- the traumatic stress just just yeah. came out. Yeah, now I only pee in somebody else's bed. Yeah, now I pee in my wife's <laughs> face. <laughs> it's a different thing. She doesn't shock me at all. Um, Shocks her sometimes. So they do uh, two to three daily sessions, six, one second, 150 volt shocks, okay. 30 to 40 days. Okay. So, so again, three to 86 days. Mm-hmm. If we're going to replicate this, yeah, we're going to do... And I know you thought I was joking when I have an electroshock thing. My friends for my wedding, instead of buying me something off the registry, gave me uh, medical equipment from NC State that they bought, and it's a legit... Is it legit? It's a shocking electroshock therapy device. You said you wanted a toaster, I know, right? I didn't want to toast prisoners of war. I wanted to toast... Okay, well, look... I've never plugged it in. I'm afraid. One more item we don't have to buy. I know, right? (laughs) <laughs> okay the third stage um which involved uh, a combination this is called sensory the sensory deprivation stage mm-hmm. patients had their ears eyes and skin covered so you, you would be blindfolded ears would be stuffed so you mm-hmm. could not hear and then and then and with some patients they would cover their skin so you couldn't really sounds feel. horrible 
Right. And then they would uh, administer uh, lots and lots of LSD in the state. Hmm. And then they would um, also deprive you of food, water, and even oxygen. So they could, Jesus Christ. So as you're, you're just sort of taking away what we normally, that's how we sort of feel and sense the right. world. It leaves you in a state where you're just in your head, where you're also pumping you full of LSD. So they put them in one of those uh, sexual like vacuum seal things. It's it, it, it right. Yeah, it's a good way of, of putting it. Like in yeah. a in a vacuum packed bag with yeah. just the slightest amount of oxygen to keep you alive. Yeah, a little gimp. can't see, can't hear. Gimp zip. I mean, I, I, I guess that you feel dead. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Well, here's uh, what I know, and we've talked about this before. It's like. I think you can go, I think it's a very short amount of time without sensory input that you can enter what they call prisoner's cinema, which is people that are put in, prisoners that are put in solitary confinement with no light, no sound, no nothing, will start hallucinating to the point where they feel like they're watching a movie. And it's called prisoner cinema. It's really an interesting effect. So I would assume very shortly, especially with LSD, very shortly after you're, you're put in, in a state, cinema. you're just seeing the world, you're watching a movie. But have you ever experienced, like, I've, I've had some night terrors where I, I was paralyzed and couldn't oh, yeah, I've had that. feel or talk. I mean, I tried to scream and couldn't scream. Yeah, it's horrible. Like, I don't know if, if your conscience is like, I can't see or hear anything. Am I dead? Like, no, I'm just, I'm just supposed to watch this movie. I'm yeah, I know. Just keep watching the movie. Don't think. It's like, like that. do you feel thirst or do you, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think this is what they were testing in these yeah. experiments. This is like Metallica 1. Um, um, yeah, well, the, the, this loss of sensory deprivation or this sensory deprivation period is followed by 16 hour per day for several days of psychic driving. So that looping sound oh, in your ears. So, you, okay. you, so, um, so when you're completed these experiments, what they found was like, yeah, we've completely fucked these people up right. the rest of their lives. Completely. No, literally, like... These people regressed essentially to infantile stages. Oh, wow. They they had to be re potty trained. People could know they didn't wow. know how to pee. They had no memories left, nor could they form law. They were they were essentially like we have wiped the brain clean. Crazy. Is right? this something I can pay for? I mean Everyone wants a fresh start, right? I mean, well, <laughs> I mean, well, we could try. That mean, we could just go horrifically wrong. It's know, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, uh, we got yeah. a bunch of followers on TikTok, yeah, but yeah. Shane is a child again. <laughs> I'm just gonna put Lenny Bruce albums on repeat while I'm in the gimp mask, and we'll see yeah, what happens. It's holiday season, and you don't know what to get as a gift or a stocking stuffer. Come on. Well, today's sponsor, Manscaped, has the tools to guarantee you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition. Manscaped is a leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they have served more than 4 million men worldwide, me included. That's right. If my math is correct, that's almost 8 million balls. <laughs> Get 20% off, plus free shipping at manscaped.com with code CBM20. Ho, 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 fellas. Naughty or nice, tis the season to perform. Manscaped's best-selling product is the Performance Package 4.0, which is at the top of every man's wish list this year. Inside, you'll find their Lawnmower Body Trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body, and the Weed Whacker Ear, Nose, Hair Trimmer. It's pretty good. Let's not forget their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. 
Give the performance package now to receive their two free gifts, the Manscaped Boxers and Shed Travel Bag. The dads can't stop talking about this. The teens secretly buy this, and the women will love you for it. Now, these are our picks for Manscaped Surefire Wind Stocking Stuffers. Number one, Manscaped 2-in-1 Shampoo Plus Conditioner just launched. I used it. It's great. I'm bald, but my hair grows just a little bit day by day. And you know what? I'm one of those guys that still uses shampoo, and you can too. So do it. Number two, the Manscaped Cologne Infused Body Wash. Number three, Shears 2.0 Luxury 4-Piece Nail Kit. Because you want to scratch your lady's back when she's feeling your balls. And uh, it's better if they're not crazy. Number four, Crop Mops Ball Wipes for your stanky balls, you sick men. Number five, Manscaped Signature Cologne. And this is great. These uh, You heard me say it earlier, but uh, my wife's kind of vegan. And she'll be happy that these formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, paraben-free. So you know these are legit products. Make sure you hurry to their site and ensure these wild gifts show up this holiday season. And while you're at it, get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com with code CBM20. Whether this is your partner, dad, brother, or friend, get them something that they will actually use, and I'm sure it's going to get a laugh. All right? Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with code CBM20. Be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped. They were really, I mean, I mean, these experiments have become really criticized since because they violated so much of yeah, yeah. peace treaties. First of all, had. HIPAA, they told us about it. <laughs> they didn't tell us who got them. <laughs> oh, okay. But they did tell us. So uh, that was a, a major breakthrough in the history of uh, mind and brain control because despite the horrific nature of these experiments, they gave scientists a lot of information yeah. into how the brain operates. Yeah, and those are the things that scientists do. They do what they can under the radar until they get caught. It's like the exactly. island of Dr. Moreau was having a great time until someone was like, this is a bad, you're doing what over here? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, but you get data. Yeah. I, and this will, um, this is factored in a, a number of things we've talked about. I mean, one of the things that every American should wrestle through is that many of what we consider our greatest technological breakthroughs in this country mm-hmm. came from Operation Paperclip. Yeah. Which is where we essentially offered Nazi scientists and researchers a pass where we would not prosecute them for war crimes. Mm-hmm. We would give them, if they, if they came and became American uh, uh, citizens and, and then gave us basically the benefit of their research. Right. Yeah, they, be, they created our space program. We have never have gone right. or faked to gone to the moon if it were right. not for Many of what we consider people. quintessential yeah. American ideas and mm-hmm. technology were derived from Nazi research and scientists that yep. we paid to come to America. Right, and Russia did the same thing. Right, so, I mean, right, they, right. they got half of Nazi scientists. Right, it was, a, it, was a, it was a talent coup. Like, yeah. when the, in the wake of, right, they're like, yeah. look, I know the Nazis were bad, but that guy's the best yeah. engineer in I the know. world. Ours was called Paperclip. Theirs was called right. Paperclip. Yeah, Paperclip. Is that a bad <laughs> Russian accent? I think it was. I thought it was a, it sounded German. It did, it did. I'm real bad at um, accent. Well, uh, <laughs> Gotta hear the, it first. The, the next... Uh, chapter in this uh this sort of walk down memory lane or or uh, a memory that have been erased lane mm-hmm. is the somewhat murky history of uh, uh scopolamine Scop- oh scopolamine scopolamine yes. yes otherwise known as the devil's breath yeah which has been called by many people the most dangerous drug in the world it is it is a uh, uh i mean next to uh 
What are they putting in heroin now? Alcohol. (laughs) No. uh, Well, alcohol. Yeah, but whatever. Whatever. What's the stuff they're putting in all the drugs that's killing people? Uh, the the synthetic thing. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I I don't do drugs. I don't either. Not the not the fake. I'm gonna get other beer. I don't do drugs. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, Yeah. None of my uh, none of my drugs have uh, synthetics. Well, um, yeah. So scopolamine, uh, um, the devil's breath, it, it, it's been it pops up in pop culture, and yeah. most people have heard about it. Yeah, Vice Vice did a great special on it. So go yeah. to YouTube, just search scopolamine on Vice. What it does is is when administered, uh, it renders the human uh, mm-hmm. in a zombie-like state, but mm-hmm. also incredibly, uh, su- incredibly susceptible to su- yeah yeah to highly suggestible. What yeah. is susceptible? Susceptible and suggestible. I would assume is that so? It's like when you're drunk, someone's like, "Hey, jump off this roof." You're like, "Sure," but it with, turns I'm, you into a like sculpt. they're like, "Hey, uh, I want you to strip down yeah. and go give me all the money out of your bank yeah, account." Yeah, and they right. will do it. It's they like, will do it. It's right. like hypnotism, but if you and have drug no choice, form. right? Yeah. And I have a friend who he was the production manager of lingerie shoots for a major lingerie company in America. Okay. Probably not hard to figure out who I'm talking about. Right. I mean, the, the what company, but oh. I'm not going to say it. VS. Uh, no, uh, no. Uh, Fredericks of Hollywood. Oh, Fredericks of Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was classy they, were, they, were, they were super classy. <laughs> yeah. They were like, uh, that was old school lingerie. It was yeah, yeah. real trashy looking. Hilarious. Um, but uh, great catalogs in the 80s yeah. before porn. My friend, uh, his dad got a copy of that, and I'd be like, all right, I'll go to my friend's house more often. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, you guys who are young, who have have always had phones to search for adult prurient uh, pictures, do not appreciate how much a Fredericks of Hollywood catalog yeah. was a godsend in the 1988. Because sure. all we had was a Sears catalog, and then that thing Se- came along, and you're like, fuck, yeah. I I devoured the Sears catalog. Yeah, yeah, yeah for oh. sure. Yeah. Um, well, back to the, the, <laughs> that's why I'm Sears like, went under because they stopped having porn for young a kids. Fam- you know, there's a famous uh, picture. I think it's I don't know what year it was, but it's a the men's section. Oh, okay. And there's a guy in boxers mm-hmm. whose whose member genitals uh-huh. are so long they're hanging out the tip of it in a Sears catalog. In a Sears catalog, good for him. And uh, that they were quickly bought up and are now incredibly lucrative really that's an that's a precursor nft yeah right there's a website that has all the old sears catalogs on it Mm. and you can go go down memory lane if you're an old man like us and you want to relive your years go go to the sears catalog you're like "Ah." beaten off to sears catalogs and national (laughs) geographic yeah that's all we had it was real real complicated sexuality sticky libraries our our generation Mm -hmm. anyway um back to scopolamine there is uh, some legitimate uses for it. Uh, it's been used to treat Alzheimer's, motion sickness for NASA astronauts. Oh. Hmm. But the thing that people have said is that the CIA has been experimenting uh, with using scoplamine just like, guess who the Nazis did, mm. who first discovered they could administer it to prisoners of war and they could render them into truth-telling machines. Oh, wow. Okay. And, 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 and I'm, I'm going to put this out there and we'll talk briefly about it, but I promise you, we will cover this in a future episode because I did not know about this, which is rare for me in conspiracy mm. world. James Holmes was the Batman movie shooter in Aurora, Colorado. Remember? Oh, yes. Yes. Made me scared to go see Batman movies for at least the rest Correct. of the trilogy. Yeah. Right. Apparently, that shooting has a lot more than meets the eye because prior to that shooting, he was apparently an elite neuroscientist. What? And there was a 
very vibrant conspiracy out there that he was given scoplamine by the CIA wow. and was encouraged to he was essentially behaviorally modified to go and commit that crime. I do remember hearing something about this. For very specific reasons, which again, I don't want to get into now. Yeah, we'll cover it for sure. Because it's a great, it's a great conspiracy because it touches on so many things. Um, and so I, I, I'm, I'm kind of fascinated by it. But that's the, the, this idea of brainwashing, scoplamine plays an important role sort of in the history of mm-hmm. all of this because it's, it's this idea that can we create a drug that essentially renders people into controllable assets yeah now absolutely on that same note we have talked before about the defense uh research project agency defense advanced research project or better better known as darpa DARPA. yeah and darpa has been engaged in a number of programs to develop methodologies for controlling or at least sort of interfacing with the human brain yeah and they they have more recently been known to brainwash robots into dancing. Well, they are the people that people don't, I mean, uh, people don't know, but they are the ones that funded those Boston dynamic. Yeah, exactly. Right? They, they, that's, that's their project. Yeah. And they wanted uh, robots that essentially can be used for, for soldiers. And the projects that they have uh, built in terms of the brain involve things like an interface that allows the human brain to communicate with, technology machines without mm-hmm. touching them right which right. i mean i've used this before have you seen these that you can buy these off the shelf um they are little headsets that go on your head and they use your brain waves to control computers no what what yeah so when alamo draft house opened down the street they had a vr day or whatever mm-hmm. so they have um and, th- and you can buy i almost bought one for my friend that has als because he has to use this like eye gaze machine to like you know, use his eyes, but the lighting is bad. Sometimes it's hard to like calibrate it. But with these headsets, you can basically just manipulate software with your thoughts and you can buy this. How? Just how? Because it, it, you can like train your, so the, the game I played with this is like, you're just running down a path and you have to learn. You like, it's basically like figuring out how to ride a, ride a bike. You learn. And how it's to, not, it's not reading your eyes. Where no, it's going, reading your brain. Brains. And this is a legit technology that's been around for 20, longer, obviously, 20 or more years. Um, but it's now publicly available. But you can buy a headset that's like $300, and you can use it to control. You just have to train yourself to use it. So when I used it, the whole process was like, okay, you're going to run down this path, then you're going to fly, and then you got to fly through these hoops. And you have to, like, dive down and jive up. Are you actually flying? Uh, yeah, in my head. In your head. In my head, I was, like, telling the the avatar but not physically flying yeah i know but i was telling my yeah no i was definitely no drugs were involved uh (laughs) i was telling the the avatar myself how to go through these hoops just by focusing and you know it's very much the force i mean i mean even i think even uh star wars came out with a force game that was this they came out with it like a couple years ago um so it's very doable and it's it's off the shelf technology This this is how to rule the metaverse yeah yeah it's crazy. It's awesome. That's. I mean, I'm serious. Like you know, like, like if you guys don't know that the Facebook's name change to the metaverse is kind of stupid, but the vision of the metaverse is even yeah. Not it's stupid. Ready Player it, it's, One. It's, it's yeah. It's Ready Player One. It's yeah. We all walk around. So if you have the force in the metaverse, yeah, where someone's like, hey, you want to play, and you're just like, yeah. Like, Which I mean, basically we do. I mean, with with my Oculus, they have hand tracking, so you're yeah. just like. 
I mean, obviously you could use your brain waves too, but all, I mean, next okay. thing is going to have your brain connected to the Oculus and you don't need your hands at all. And we all become fat schlubs that are just brains in jars. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, the DARPA, aside from this interface with that, they've hacked into the human memory where they can now effectively remove and implant memories to the mm-hmm. memory interface. Okay. Also, they've created um, this way where they can upload information into the brain, sort of like Matrix, oh, like right. Neo sort of stuff. Sure. So, like they so can, Total like, Recall and Matrix combined. Combined, where you're just like, Crazy. yeah, like I, we can, like, oh, I, I just got back from Iraq. I'm traumatized. Oh, we'll take care of that. Yeah. How was your vacation How, to Hawaii? Yeah, yeah, and you're like, oh, I had a great time. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we need you to uh, fly this plane. Like, I don't know. How, I can fly this plane now. Sounds great. And that, that that's... DARPA's literally, this is not science fiction. This is absolutely like mm-hmm. a, a government agency program that's actually doing this stuff. Awesome. Has done it and then just figuring out how we get it into the field yeah. at this point. I um, think this is great. <laughs> I, I it's, like, it's, well, I, I think this is awesome. I mean, if you can take trauma away from people, I had an idea years ago. I was like, I'm going to write a short story about uh, these characters that all they do is take everyone's pain. Right? So if you could take pain for away from everybody and just make one person feel all the pain make them like the avatar for your pain the scapegoat the scapegoat right so you'd be free to never yeah, never hurt again that's what we do with certain races yeah yeah we certain do. groups we just we inflict our our, our cultural zeitgeist or whatever you want to call it sure. okay now i don't feel good about this story anymore that I'm working on. No, I think it's. A- <laughs> uh, now I realize I've made it. Uh, no, I think it's a good fair, story. To be fair, the people point- taking the pain were all white. They deserved it. That that, that would be the story. Yeah, yeah for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, well, um, there's been a, a, a sort of groundbreaking uh, information. Oh, let me just before we before we fear. So just to close out DARPA, we mm-hmm. started with these these dancing robots. Yeah. Take the, the- take the dancing robots which are very creepy to me. Yes. And everything we just said, and combine them into a hybrid human with robotic parts. Right. And Robocop. say, your brain can interface with your, your arm gun cannon. Right. Right? And we can implant into your brain memories, and we can implant into your brain information. Right. And you don't, your legs don't get tired because your legs are metallic. And, and you pneumatic. don't... You, right? But we still we still have you. There is no computer on Earth that is anywhere close to what the human brain can do in terms of right. reaction time, computations. If you can program the human brain, you have a thing that is absolutely mm-hmm. amazing in terms of where we are with computational power. Right. It needs very it, like we can live off less electricity than your average like desktop computer. Right, and you can get it from like Hostess Twinkies. Yeah, right. So yeah. it's like. So what, if you're saying, I need a system to... F- I need, I, the problem with the robot as a soldier is the battery system yeah. and the computing system because those are just... Those are energy-dependent systems. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the, the human brain and heart are like... They're phenomenally yeah, efficient. super efficient. So we're just going to combine all that, but we want to control the neuro interface. So right. we want to be able to take memories out. We want it to be able to seamlessly control... You know, Bluetooth capabilities with all your digits and fingers and everything yeah. around you. And we want you to be able to upload information on how to program you. And that's exactly what the end game here is. Crazy. And and now, out of South Korea, a lab uh, run by Americans but uh, using South Korean researchers, we have a major breakthrough 
in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it came out just the beginning of December. Yeah. That is revolutionary in this, this history of brain and mind control mm-hmm. um, or brainwashing and mind control rather. Um, so uh, I said, I would talk about this, but we have these, you know, these neurotransmitters and the one thing I didn't mention, these neurotransmitters that emit from neurons that control the electrical and chemical impulses that essentially control the brain. Um, there are these things called uh, vesticles. Yeah. These kind of bulge-like features. Yeah, I got a seminal one. Do you really? No, everybody's got a seminal vesicle. It's in your testicles. <laughs> te- you're talking about <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sorry, it's a different thing. It's a V. Oh, oh Not oh. a T. It's a, it's, it's... Yeah, seminal vesicle. Seminal. D- d- it's a whole thing. You can look it up. I Go down the rabbit hole. Okay. All right. <laughs> But I'm saying a V, which is one of those words you have to, like, what do you use when you're talking to customer service and you say the letter V as like a V for Victor? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Vesticles. Vesticles. Yeah. Yeah, Victor. It's like the woman in front of me when I was getting my vaccine the other day, she goes, uh, uh, she said her last name and it started with a P and uh, she's like, you know, Perkins says, her last name was Perkins. She goes, you know, Perkins as in pancakes. And I was like, lady, there isn't a Perkins here. Nobody understands that's a restaurant. That's brand, a you got to come up with a new yeah, why would, thing. Yeah. Come up with like Perkins, as in yeah, uh, Anthony, the killer in uh, that horror movie. <laughs> come on, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I like using obscure words when I spell my name with like you know like S like sassy. Oh know? yeah, yeah, like, Scranton, like that city in, uh, and then you don't name. The one in uh, yeah in in North Carolina yeah, or yeah. Ohio yeah um, yeah um, all right um, so so the, the 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 device that these South Koreans invented um, which relies upon these vesticles to isolate certain areas of the brain um, is called the opto V trap okay and it's essentially a light inducible and reversible inhibition system that can temporarily trap vesticles from being released from brain cells. Okay. And the way I understand this, which I'm not a smart man, mm. uh, is that these vesicles essentially hold pockets or pods of neurons and neurotransmitters. Mm. And if you can sort of very uh, discreetly isolate some of these from preventing uh, the release of neurotransmitters mm. or excite them where they release a lot of them, mm-hmm. that you can essentially control human emotions and human behaviors. Interesting. That's the theory, and they tested that on laboratory mice, and it was extremely successful. And what I mean by extremely successful is they were able to essentially take a single wavelength of blue light and focus it on different parts of the the laboratory rat brain, which Mm -hmm. is as mapped as our human brain is, and they were like, okay, well, there's the fear center of the brain. Oh. We have these rats that we've trained to be afraid of random stuff. Right. Shoot them and, and get rid of that. Like inhibit, blue light hi- in inhibit that, and that, that, right. that fear and then give them the fear-inducing uh, stimuli that, that, that usually sends them into a panic and they don't even care at all. Really? They'll run through fire. They'll hmm. do anything. They'll, like, there's... They, you can literally remove fear from the mice or the rats and right. they'll do whatever you want. Interesting. So I, so I had sent you this article, and I just realized now a correlation to an article that came out months ago that I think is tied to the same thing. They realized that shooting a specific colored light 
at you, kind of the way seasonal uh, affective disorder mm-hmm, is. They, mm-hmm. they shoot you with a certain color light. They realize they can get rid of depression by shooting. I think it was a, a it was either a blue or a red light into no, your eyes. Right. This is so so. What's going on in South Korea? It's tough in this regard because what they're experimenting on in laboratory rats is scary when you think about it in the nefarious ways which is going to obviously be used right right you don't invent a blue light that can make people fearless and not try to use it on the military that's just right yeah yeah. if you don't think that you're an idiot right right yeah exactly but there were also like the scientists are probably like yeah we don't think about that stuff we think about the good stuff the good stuff that we can do with it like fight alzheimer's fight uh, depression, right. fight anxiety. There, if, if, if essentially what depression comes to is there's an area of your brain that does not fire off and start activating when certain good things happen to you. Yep. Well, we can, we can, can do that. It. And then your brain will start, Oh, I'm supposed to be happy now. I'll release these neurons, serotonin, mm. and then you'll yeah. be a happy guy again. I wonder if it's the color. It's, I wonder if there's something with color because like, um, like clearly like b- blue, the color blue is tied to Viagra and, and that, when you take that, it gets rid of your fear of getting a boner. So you just get a boner. So wait, you, you think people don't get boners because they're afraid? <laughs> I don't know. It's probably so. I'm, I'm trying to make. No, it no, I, I have I, no, no idea. Oh, I'm I mean, sorry. Yes, no, yes, and yeah, uh, I have no idea. there's other reasons why I, I'm <laughs> yeah, so no. bad at yes and. <laughs> like I don't, I don't play improv games. No, it's not. Uh, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't no, know no. how to play improv games. Do I? That, that pill is just colored because it's just that the color. It's a blue pill. Yeah, that's you know just right. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I just never expected people to be afraid of a boner. No, no. I mean, I'm sure there's... I mean, I've been afraid of boners. I mean, I'm afraid of a... I, when you were a kid... This is, again, we're off the rails. But when you, when you were when I was a kid, first boners hurt like hell. Hurt oh, like hell. Well, some some people... I had a friend whose doctor gave him a chop job that didn't... I've heard of this, and it made it too tight, and then it made it, just it too like, tight. So his boners were maybe that's what happened re- to me. Well, I mean, get in there and get some work done. Yeah, man. Get I gotta get one of those carrot jobs they keep <laughs> advertising on TV. <laughs> a little st- oh, stretchy stretch job, get it stretched out. Uh, so um, the, the scientists in Korea, they have uh, figured out they can turn on or off neurotransmitters, transmitters such that they can manipulate emotional and behavior reactions at a chemical level chemical level at an extremely precise state. Oh. Right? Okay. So remember like think back to the Montreal experiments mm-hmm. like oh yeah we can manipulate the brain you're like oh yeah you can fucking fry the brain and right. turn people into just children and children are highly susceptible yeah. to whatever you tell them to do they also wet their pants all the time right, yeah. and cry. Mm-hmm. Which that's all you learned how to do, mantra. But we've come from the 1950s, yeah, when the idea of brainwashing and experiments came in as the the new frontier mm-hmm. for human war, yeah, right, the war for men's minds. We've come from the 1950s through Devil's Breath mm-hmm. and through the DARPA test into now where we are, where where a a laboratory in Korea has announced in the last few weeks. They believe what they have learned from these laboratory tests with rats is applicable to humans, that we can shine certain frequencies of blue light, and in a very discreet way, we can 
stimulate or inhibit parts of the brain that we want to control. I love this. It's amazing. It is amazing. It's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. Yes. Incredibly terrifying because, you know, when we think about think about the 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 theory that the guy that went into a a movie theater in Aurora, Colorado, was somehow under the suggestive powers of CIA operatives Mm -hmm. because it. it, I don't want to spoiler alert, but there was some things in his family's that do give a motive as to why. Oh wow! Plus, he was found like asleep in his car afterwards and had no memory of anything that he oh, right. done. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things about it that I had never really looked into yeah. that are very, very weird. Right. But imagine this idea that you're like people with no history of violence, all of a sudden they're like, I don't know, I just, hmm. somebody said that and I just started killing people. Crazy. And then people are like, well, we saw this blue light Prior to that, could he have been could he been compromised by right? It's terrifying technology, right? I mean, technology is terrifying if you believe that it can come into the hands of people that will use it for terrifying ends, right? Which is almost always the case in my mind, right? And it's always every technology is used this way, but again, it's also used. uh, And I don't know if this is a correct correlation in North Carolina. They're trying to ban certain books from the library. Are they really? Yeah, there's a book. There's a a book that tells the story of uh, a gay kid or something that that they feel like the imagery in it is a gay what? A kid, a gay kid or something. I don't oh, know. I thought I you said know. a gay gator. Yeah, a gay gator, man. Lacosta. <laughs> yeah. Lacosta. It's, it's like what's that gay? Lacosta loved Azad. That's gator. right, man. I'll tell you what. Uh, no, it's uh, and it's like the that's like saying. We can't. We gotta take. We gotta get rid of books because there's technology. Books are technology that could change people to, to do bad things. Sure, and which is like, probably what if these scientists are not uh, themselves compromised. That's probably their point. Could it be used right. to do awful things? Right. Yes. Right. But again, I'm I don't not, want to use it for awful things. But right. But again, that's also uh, is it is is saying that what my point is is buying into that buying into the fear. Like obviously, I think books should be in the library that offend people. You know, there should be technology out there that is problematic well, for well, certain we, groups. We cannot, should not, try to create a world where no one is offended. Right. Because that world is right. really genuinely not worth right. living in. And I know there's a difference between offended and uh, brainwashed slash soldiers being used for no, things. But you, but, right. But, but the it, analogy is, is apropos, I right. think, in this case. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, do we... By us being like, you know, we should just get rid of this technology because it could be used for bad. It's like, should we get rid of this book because, oh, is it going to make somebody gay? Obviously, it's not. But people on in that f- side of thinking think these things. And I'm like, I don't want to be that person sure. about technology. What What is it? Uh, what do you call people that don't like technology? Luddites. Yeah, Luddites. Right. Is that, I mean, are there, are there, are there cultural Luddites or philosophical or techno- technological, I mean... I don't know. I think the part that that um, is most terrifying, and it and it runs throughout this entire episode to me, is in the analogy I would use is that you know when computers first started to exhibit intelligence, which by the way has been happening for right. speak much and, longer. Speak and spell was the first. Yeah, or maybe. What you, like, you say to me, motherfucker? No, I thought it was like the the the. 
thing that used to give you animal sounds, you know, like oh yeah, the yeah. cow says. Yeah, that was fun. that's true. Yeah, that one too. Yeah, right. I, mine was I. I was a second child, so all my toys were oh, hand me downs. Oh, yeah, and it was always like a little slow off, slow and off. So I didn't. I did. I thought. I thought cow said like yeah, yeah, and it was always like, slow and weird. It's like yeah, the sheep says, yeah. Um, like, can I not? Can yeah. I get new toys? Yeah, please. It was a traumatic shot. I could <laughs> yeah. understand yeah. the people on the phone and Charlie Brown as a kid. Oh yeah, that, they talked like my slow speaking <laughs> say whatever yeah. that thing was called. <laughs> uh, but but um, computers have been uh, becoming intelligent for a long time. And in a, along that battle, uh, people were like, well, you know, computers will never understand chess because it represents the height of human, right. the complexity of the human mind. And, did. and nowadays we're like, yeah, that a computer can beat the greatest human mm-hmm. like they're a child. Yeah. And they could do it without ever really being programmed to, to study chess. They just can give them right. the rules of chess. And, and they actually chess. could honestly, here, what's even scarier, it's the same way that Target Target's app predict when women are going to be pregnant based exactly. on what they're buying. If you were a computer that's good at chess, you could just look at the search history of the person you're playing and be like, I know every move he's going to uh, make every, every, based on who he is, yes. his social economic ability, uh, not right. really, but like class and everything. And that, the, the, and that what is the terrifying thing to me is not just that the human brain is hackable, for, for lack of a better word, but that it's not as complex as we think. Right. We're not special little children. Right. Like, like if, you know, we think about really, really hyper intelligent people, we think, oh, they're just this gift from God that like, Mm -hmm. and they're like, no, they just have a little more actual brainwave activity in this part of their brain. And I can take this, you know, uh, of mice and men, I can just a little blue light. And now guess what? He's just as intelligent as the most intelligent person in the world. Right. Yeah. Like, that is terrifying to me, not not in that uh, in, in the applications that it can be used, mm-hmm. but in the revelation that we humans are essentially machines yeah. that can be programmed. We're just dumb idiots. We're uh, yeah, and, that, and this is something we've talked about before. And it's, I think as as we progress as a society, um, we're clearly realizing. I mean, we talked about this a bunch. Like video games are close in terms of graphical fidelity as real life They're, they could produce like the new meta human on but that unreal engine makes yeah. those people look pretty other than just yeah. a little bit of the eyes and the teeth it's pretty damn close how how many months or years are we away from where you do not know if what you're watching on tv and i mean tv right i don't mean right netflix hulu or certainly not a video game or right. a movie, but I mean, like I'm watching live TV. I don't know if that's a real newscaster or a sentient. Well, there's there's two ways. So obviously, there's full graphical fidelity if it was completely programmed. But I don't think that's the way we're going. I think the way it's going, and they're working on software to detect this, and there have been multiple stories about this, is that deep fakes are at a point to where they are almost indistinguishable from real. Right, so you could have a newscast, but you're like, you know what? I want, I want Walter Cronkite as a young man, as yeah. this person, and you would not know. You and wouldn't be able to tell. There's a company that their sole purpose as a company is detecting deep fakes, so that we can not have this. So I mean, there's, I mean, I've watched. Most people wouldn't care. They wouldn't care. I miss Casey Kasem. Yeah, I just put want, Casey Kasem. Hey, I want to watch yeah. the New Year's Eve with Casey. Yeah, Kasem. fuck Ryan Seacrest. 
He sucks anyway. He does suck. He was on Eliminate. Do you remember that show, Eliminate? Yes. Ryan Seacrest was on Eliminate before he was famous, and he got rejected. And now no he's kidding. leading our goddamn nightly countdown. Come on, get out of here, Ryan Seacrest. I can't believe he's on Eliminate. Yeah. That was like Blind Date. Remember that show? That was a good yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, well, but yeah, it's 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 so not there, maybe there. five to ten years, and there's literally no distinguishing real from fake. I could be wrong about this, and I know we're up against time, so I'll make this my final thought. Is that all of this leads me to conclude something that I have uh, I have said before as a final thought? So I'll say it again. A lot of what we talk about are crazy conspiracies. Mm-hmm. We clearly make fun of ones that are obviously not true or yeah. at least have major gaps and holes in them. I, I I believe in a few of these, and one of them is that we are hastening very, very, very quickly to a world which we will not understand and cannot get back from. Right. I think we're there already. So, so once we create technology that is smart enough to control us, where our lives are too integrated with machines and those machines start to develop a level of intelligence which right now today mm. would scare most people terrify yeah. most people yeah. then the, the the precipice the rate of change is going to happen so fast yeah that it is going to radically redesign what we think about as life totally now i'm at the second half of my life right me too so i'm like yeah yeah, whatever. Like yeah. we we screw, we yeah. we missed the signals twenty years ago when people were screaming. Right. I about started this. throwing plastic away the other day. I was like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't cut the the six pack ring because I'm like, well, yeah. I'm gonna put a couple sea turtles out of their misery. Yeah. We can hang out in the afterlife together. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. gonna I'm die so are the sea turtles. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that we are literally we are we are. It's not a, something that's like a slow. It's it, like the thing about machines. Boston Robotics, intelligent machines integrated with the human brain that they can control, is that they do not take breaks. Right. They don't stop working. We're talking about a force uh, that that. Yeah. And I'm worried when they have a podcast. I got to piss so bad right now, and I, I'm gonna have to stop this <laughs> podcast. But they could just do a podcast that's like 12 hours long, and they'd never have to pee. That'd be a fun fake podcast. Yeah. Yeah. To be the first sentient robot, never-ending podcast, the never-ending podcast. That's fun. I like that idea. Yeah, and just just program some, some of those bots <laughs> to just kind of constantly be podcasting and just word word jumble of yeah. just yeah. I love it. Um, um, so that's your final thought. That's my final thought. My final thought. I think the fact that we're even talking about this means we're already behind the curve. The reason why we're aware of this is because we, as a people have just evolved to the point where the people before us have gotten already. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times when we talk about aliens or we talk about future tech, we say, uh, or like when we say, you know, eventually there's going to be a time when technology and graphics are indistinguishable, indistinguishable from current reality. We're in that reality now to our past selves because they're mm-hmm. the evolved people. We're the middle people. Um, it's kind of the way we think of Amish as those Luddites, right? They don't mm-hmm. want technology. But at some point, cavemen were like, fucking those people are building barns. Can you believe those guys are building barns? Oh, what the hell? Uh, and th- then those cavemen found out about barns, but they were already building barns by the time they found out about them. So the fact is, is like, mm. 
the, we, we're finding out about this, and this has been going on for so many years. We're just now talking about it on this podcast, which means that they are so far advanced um, in Boston Dynamics. It's just trickle-down trickle down technology. So I think that none of us are on the precipice of the future. We're all just past people just dealing with our current reality, and this stuff is so far beyond us and moved so far beyond us and so quickly beyond us that we are just trying to catch up. And by the time we do, uh, there's going to be the people that are just a little bit behind us having a podcast about what we had done. And, and, and for as long as history remembers us, they will remember us as essentially cavemen. Exactly. People that still built fires yeah. and still relied upon yeah. killing animals to eat and these mm-hmm. sorts of primitive behaviors that we still haven't outgrown. Right. I mean, I'm going to go swim into the ocean. I know, right? Yeah. This. this is bullshit. I'm going to go take a blue chew and just fucking... Just bone out? <laughs> and bone out. I'm not scared anymore. I'm not scared of this boner. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's yeah. uh, that's our show, man. Yeah. We are, that was fun. Uh, super fun. Glad you guys are here. And uh, join our Patreon. Listen to us. And uh, stay tuned for more information on upcoming live shows and yeah. whatnot. So appreciate it. Still Conspiracy Beer Me. Still Justin Scranton. I'm Shane Smith. Peace. Peace.